0: ain't my first time at the
1: thank you for listening to another episode of cosmic beach podcast so i was very much looking forward to the episode i have lined up for tonight and it is with sean mccann and we talk about the origin of barbie dolls and the role they've played in little girls lives throughout history and i say in this episode i couldn't really find anything while I was preparing for the episode but then later on after we finished recording I went back and actually found some really disturbing stuff and took my time and really looked into a few things and I want to include them in the intro so this is going to be a long intro but stick with me folks. I got to looking into the song Barbie Girl by Aqua and it came out 20 years ago on May 14th, 1997, 20 years or so ago. And it was this sensational hit for whatever reason. Anybody who likes this song, I'd recommend you go get tested for COVID because you clearly have no taste. But the song itself is something iconic. Everyone knows, come on Barbie, let's go Barbie. But the lyrics, when you really think about them, are super sexual and for years i thought like how dirty could a song about barbie really be and as it turns out pretty fucking dirty and little girls grew up singing this song and we really need to address how problematic that actually is so she first talks about how amazing her plastic life is Which for a Barbie is valid, I guess. But it gets so much more sinister. Because it also says, I'm a blonde bimbo girl in a fantasy world. Dress me up. Make it tight. I'm your dolly. So very sexual right off the bat. And then it talks about touching and playing. And it says, kiss me here, touch me there, hanky panky. You can touch, you can play, if you say, I'm always yours. Also, make me walk, make me talk, do whatever you please. I can act like a star, I can beg on my knees. And then Ken, in the song, replies, Come jump in, bimbo friend, let's do it again. Hit the town, fool around, let's go party. So... (laughs) Yeah, uh, there is a lot of issues with that song, but there are a lot of women who have referred to themselves as Barbies over the years, one in particular being Nicki Minaj. And I found this quote of Nicki Minaj and it says, it was just one of those things that I think all girls say it. They call themselves a particular Barbie, like Black Barbie or Korean Barbie. I don't know. Barbie's been such a staple in our culture that as women, no matter what color you are, it's almost like there's always a Barbie that you can relate to, especially when they made Barbies that went to work and school and so on. End quote. That was Nicki Minaj on Barbies. So, um... We did record this on a Saturday, and I remembered just as I was about to start the interview with Sean that I had a flipping birthday party to go to. So I had to cut it a little short, and um, I do apologize for the quickness of the episode, but it's packed with information. We cover a lot of ground, and, you know, Sean obviously is going to bring the heat, as usual, But I grew up playing with Barbies. I loved Barbies. I loved hair and makeup and looking pretty and wanting to be a Barbie doll in pink and furry shoes and all the little Barbie dream houses that you could buy. And like, there was an obsession with Barbies for the longest time. And looking back on it now, after I've had this conversation with Sean it does seem sinister I do encourage all of you to go ahead and check out the wake the dead podcast I included all of the links in the show notes Sean is absolutely killing it and leave him a five-star review show some love this guy is amazing and speaking of killing it and five-star reviews. Since this is a longer intro, I've got two new five-star reviews that I want to read for you. The first five-star review is from Boomshakalaka. Fire, and five stars. And it says, great job. Keep up the good work from the Legit Bat team. I was on Legit Bat. They're awesome as well. And you can check my episode out on Rockfin and Apple. And that's the Legit Bat podcast. But thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And this next review is a little bit longer. And you know how I am. I love the long reviews. (laughs) So this is from Thicky Holden, and it is entitled, I'm Addicted to Your Podcast, Five Stars. See, you already got me right there. And it goes, Julia, inside of one week, I've listened to 18 to 19 episodes so far, and I have become your biggest fan. I can't get enough. From beginning to end, you keep me gripped with your haunting stories and your awesome guests. You have a great future in the podcasting world, so don't ever doubt yourself or ever stop. If you enjoy doing this, keep doing it. Once everyone discovers you, they will be forever hooked on your cosmic fruit, Mikey J., and he says in parentheses, I created this profile name like 12 years ago as a joke and I've never been able to change it. <laughs> so thank you so much, Mikey J. And I was also on an episode of KGUP Presents and we had an excellent conversation. I can't wait for that episode to come out. I don't think it's out yet, but definitely a good time, and thank you so much for the review. That's got to be top five greatest reviews for me. <laughs> and I, of course, would love for you to leave a five star review if you love what I do. Um, and this episode is going to be very entertaining. Let me know what you think, and if you're feeling froggy and you would like to come on the show, find me on Instagram, cosmic.peach.podcast. Let's roll right into it.
0: i a Barbie,
1: girl, in the Barbie world. laughing it's fantastic. You can brush my hair, undress me everywhere. Imagination, life is your creation. Come on Barbie, let's go party. All right, everyone, you know where you are. You are listening to the Cosmic Peach Podcast. I'm your host, Julia, of course. And tonight we have on returning champ, Sean McKinnon. <laughs> <laughs> and he is, I actually have been dying for this episode. And I tried to look up a little bit of stuff on my own, but I couldn't find anything so I'm really excited to hear okay. about right. Barbie. Yeah. And where did it come from like what is the secret behind Barbie?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: But first Sean, how are you?
0: I'm good. Thank you for inviting me. I appreciate this and uh you know, I love to be a guest. The last time it was fun and we had a great time and you know, I'm glad to be welcome back. That's good.
1: Oh, yeah, it's gonna be awesome. And I do want to say I played with Barbies my whole life. Like, I wanted to be a Barbie. Like there's this big thing about the look of Barbie, her outfits, the blonde hair, the blue eyes, all of that. And I don't know if it just hit 90s girls really hard. But like, I still have friends to this day who want to look like a Bratz doll. Oh, Which man. are those ones like with the big lips yeah. and the huge eyes and like disproportionate features.
0: Right. Well, the, and- Barbie's disproportionate too. I mean, yeah. But right. sure, they look a little weird. They, I know what I'm saying.
1: Mm-hmm. So do you think that's part of it then? like,
0: Oh yeah, it's like to make you want to be that and to engineer your imagination of yourself and to identify with the object and then you know and then they use this toy as like the leading edge of the mind control that they're pushing on everybody so like when when jane fonda went over and when when jane fonda did her exercise video and everybody was wearing leggings uh there was a barbie for that you know just before hillary clinton uh goes to run for president there's like president barbie you know um you know she goes she went to the moon like just before we went to the moon in quotes Mm -hmm. you know so like um she's it's pushing the zeitgeist and it's like uh it's training the mothers of tomorrow you see and um I guess we can get into that but uh like it's really it's a it's a eugenics operation run by satanists and it's really it's just you know oh what's barbie all about you, you turn over the rock and it's satanism and eugenics they want to kill us and they want to destroy the family <laughs> oh that old thing again yeah so we can dig down and look and see, you know, I'll show you where, um, I don't exactly know the families of the people. I haven't gotten as deep. Uh, I'm more into, the, so far I've gotten into the, uh, the concepts and the psychology and what they're using, the, like how they're using it.
1: Because I know you did mention in the last episode when we were talking about like Eyes Wide Shut and you were like, did you notice there was a Marilyn Monroe Barbie? And I was like, oh, no, I never noticed the Marilyn Monroe Barbie. And it's just another like kind of like a wink in that direction, like the holiday Barbie and the this Barbie and that Barbie. And you have to have all of them. You know, you have to have a collection (laughs) of them
0: right and it was it's basically like it's also uh well okay yeah we'll start there it's a perfect segue that you said with the eyes wide shut um kubrick uses this as a symbol of everything we're going to talk about today um he uses it in the frame of one of the last shots of the film uh when they're at the toy store and little Helena is holding up a Cinderella Barbie no, 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 with Nutcracker Barbie. And behind her is Marilyn Monroe, gentlemen prefer blondes. And that there is a perfect like it, it shows like the the dark cult Satanists have created this image of what is woman and what is perfect and um the women in the film eyes wide shut are like a living barbie like nicole kidman is you know and that's um and it's grooming the child for a life of sexual subservience to masters that want their body Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah
1: right yeah
0: um so basically uh I mean, when you get the big picture about how they want to destroy the family, then you're like, oh, well, Barbies are harmless, right? You know, Um, and if you think it, it was in 1959. Okay, I guess we can start at the beginning, right? There was a, there was a smut comic. Well, uh, like a, a smut comic in a Mm -hmm. German magazine or German uh newspaper called Bild Zeitung J- is the name of the newspaper and Lily was this uh voluptuous sexy woman who's always like you know her skirts coming up and the guys are like ah oh. she's like oh <laughs> should i take my top off too you know like <laughs> That type of thing, and that and then they to sell the papers they were promoting it, and they created a plastic doll about eleven and a half inches tall, and it had blonde hair and big boobs and bright red lips and uh, it was called the build Lily doll and uh they made like I don't know three hundred and fifty thousand these dolls or whatever, and it was like horny guys would hang it from their rear view mirror of their car or something. Cause it would be like this sexy woman. Who's like, you can pose her with her dress up and it swings around Ooh, and You can like yeah. look up her dress there, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's these, it's, uh, so I guess the two people that created the company Mattel, uh, Ruth and Elliot Handler, that's the that's the main people and with their friend Harold Matson, so the M A T from Matson and the E L L of Elliot are uh, Mattel, right? They uh, they found on a German. They were going through Germany in like '55 or '56, and they had this new toy company, and they're like they had a ukulele, and they wasn't selling, and they're. Um, the story goes that Ruth saw her kid playing with paper dolls where you change the dress and you cut it out of like cardboard Mm -hmm. type. And um, that was the idea that they say, and it's like, Oh, well, this way you can have one doll and you can buy many pieces of clothing. And that's where you get the money because you just make more clothes. Just like a grown-up women <laughs> what they do with right the mm-hmm. consumerism so like it's training them for consumerism of the future and you know it's got three inch heels and like whatever you know it's like career woman not you know the only other dolls were like baby dolls like to train mothers into to train babies into being mothers and that's pro-family of course you know right. and like the the boys would have, like, trucks and pieces of industry because it's, like, their future, like, they're, you know, going to manipulate the world to get money out of it, you know, and the women are going to be raising the babies, so they it's always been a thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, So she got this, supposedly, she, on her own, got this idea of, like, oh, well, if we have this doll, three-dimensional doll, we can do that. Of this paper doll makes sense, right? And that's mm-hmm. simple enough. It's simple enough. But they they got like a team of people to. But we'll get to that, I guess. So they're in this. They're in Germany and they're looking around and they find this build lily doll. And it's like you know, it's a sex pot doll. And they're like, she's she says, "Oh, this is great. This this will work great." <laughs> You know? Yeah. (laughs) It's kinda silly. And they fucking okay, so they bring it back to their people. They're like, oh well, maybe maybe change a little bit here and a little bit there. Basically they erased her nipples and they like didn't do much else. They did a couple things, I guess, and it's the same figure basically. And it's the same blonde hair and it's the same idea, right? But they're just fancying it up with like modern you know
1: well yeah because you can get a ballerina barbie clothes. or right yeah
0: ballerina too like, look, look. it
1: is funny <laughs> though that you say they didn't change much about the physique right because it is big boobs yes and it has a hourglass figure
0: yeah all to the and, extreme you the know extreme
1: super hourglass figure toned mm. abs and like you know <laughs> yeah. so
0: <laughs> yeah i
1: guess it does in a way when you play with it as a kid you're thinking of like chopping its hair off or like you want to change its clothes or you want to do your right. own makeup on it and do all this right. but it's like you you can incorporate barbie into like your fantasies like right. oh well, i want to look like this or this is
0: how i would be right this is mm-hmm. me like they, and then they, um, so they they had a whole team of people, and they used uh, psychological techniques, I guess, to yeah. uh, to sell this thing to kids, and to populate it amongst the people. Um, so yeah, the basically the psychology is like the the child like. You as a kid were like imagining yourself in the future, and like, this is how I would go to work, or this is how I would, you know, whatever Barbie does. Like, and then when they, you know, they so they had to have a a male Ken to like, Barbie has to, like, you know, Mm -hmm. she they made a wedding dress and they're like, oh, she needs a husband, so he's an accessory Mm -hmm. (laughs) anyway. Um, so. They, uh, they're they creating more accessories, but in so doing, they're allowing for the psychology uh, to be like it opens up this doorway in the child's imagination and they're creating the future of their imagination. This is what perfect is, you know, like Barbie, like exercise Barbie with, you know, she had a scale that said 110 you know (laughs) yeah and like the you know there was the first talking barbie like she said math is hard (laughs) (laughs) it's just like come on guys so like they're really pushing it like be a bimbo you know like just be like a sexual object that can be held down and manipulated and clothes torn off and can be traded amongst friends and whatever you know right so that's um because the doll itself is like this thing that it doesn't have a will of its own and it's being passed around and it's being manipulated and everybody you know can so in a sense that is what the girls are in eyes wide shut like they are a toy to be manipulated and they, because of the trauma they dissociate and then they just are like a limp fish, you know, just mm-hmm. like a doll, you know, and or
1: Marilyn Monroe
0: or Marilyn Monroe. Right. And of course they made a Marilyn Monroe Barbie because she is a perfect mm-hmm. example of what they want to build, you know, what they have built <laughs> used. to. And so this, So, little girls want to be like Marilyn, who is herself an SRA-controlled slave. So, they manipulate the star, and then the kids follow the star and do what... So, it's Mm -hmm. like creating the what the kids want, and it's leading their desires,
1: you know. No, that is not so humble beginnings, if you ask me. <laughs> it like started off dark and then it's just kept right. on and kept yeah. on. And now
0: they have a transgender Barbie, of course.
1: It's also one of those things where they are making money hand over fist oh, yeah. with Barbie. Barbie dream house. Barbie yeah. airplane. I cried for Corvette. five weeks straight for a Barbie <laughs> airplane.
0: Oh my, and I'm sorry just, for your parents. <laughs> That's what I, we'll have to get they got it a, for me, but. Oh, really? Okay. Why did you cry? They had
1: it hidden for oh, Christmas.
0: Good. That's cool. They yeah. must've been excited for that. That's great. Yeah. But um, so that is obviously it's intentional because then they can milk it, right? Because like, ultimately, this is a display of capitalist, consumerism and it's happening during the cold war. So we wanted to show off our electric kitchens and look at what, you know, look at what capitalist globalism basically can do. And, you know, all the mothers had their, you know, their pearls while they're vacuuming and stuff. They, they all had perfect makeup and stuff because, the idea was that um if our our industry is so superior to communism that we have all electric kitchen and our housewives don't have to do any chores all day they can just do their hair and look pretty and so like that and then you know the stepford wives and then it's like our wives are prettier than yours and then there's that pride like and, you know, it's an other othering of them and like, and so it's, it's a display of how our capitalism is better, you know, and we, uh, they worked with Tokyo manufacturing. So like, you know, one, one place would do the plastics, another place would do the shoes, another place would do the little flower hats and like, it's an example of like how globalism can work. Right. And in order to make this final product with all the little accessories and shoes and everything, you had to have cooperation with the money, you know, that's common between everybody. And so it's basically it's laying the the groundwork for the globalization that we have today. Like everything is that built that way. And we can't get new trucks because there's microchips from China is because, the, the you know, and they need like rare earth minerals from Africa. And it's like this whole chain of money and money ultimately is slavery. Like you have to do something that you don't want to do. You have to be a slave for eight hours a day for someone else, but you agree to it voluntarily, but still like, it's, it's a fine line. It's in my opinion, that's slavery because they, you know, you got to pay your bills. Like you have to,
1: I agree completely.
0: Right. So like, it's just, So basically to make people pay the more money, it makes them do more slavery. And it's instead of like having chains on their necks, we're like giving them a desire to go buy shiny rims and silly Barbies. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's leading the desires and the whole thing with Marilyn Monroe of uh, diamonds or a girl's best friend. Diamonds are worthless. They're like
1: absolutely worthless clear
0: clear diamonds, and they're worse than worthless. They 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 cost lives to make them, you know, like blood diamonds. So like, and to have um, celebrities saying like, look at my diamonds, and then makes all the people want to have diamonds. You know, it's like it's the same thing with Barbie. So they can have these commercials. <laughs> so that's another thing. Uh, so Saturday morning television and the mickey mouse club that's how they did it so mm. barbie wouldn't exist if it wasn't for disney and we know how evil disney is so it's oh another, yeah another example of the would, satanism would right not there.
1: surprise me at all that they were involved with that right.
0: right so in 1959 they had this barbie doll created they had a team of people and we can talk about the team too uh but Uh, they had this like fancy toy they knew was going to be a great hit and they brought it to the 1959 New York toy fair and nobody wanted it. They were like, this is weird. This is weird and sexual and kind of gross. What are you doing? And they were like, no, they're going to love it. And they're like, no. And they didn't buy any of them. Nobody bought anything. (laughs) And then they were like, then they called Japan and they were like, uh, maybe slow down production. Uh and then they they paid for, I don't know, they had an agreement with it's all part of the same push. But the Mickey Mouse Club TV show on Saturday mornings ran commercials for Barbie. And that is how all the kids asked their parents to get it and the parents went to toy store you don't have barbie what the you should get barbie you know and then the demand of people from the television and that was all from the marketing and they create the you know the television gives you this dream of you know yourself my identity is shown back to me and like oh pay money like it's really right
1: which is funny because mm. barbie looks like she's 27 to me
0: right she's supposed to be a teenage model
1: yeah my ass (laughs) she's with those jugs oh yeah that's what i'm saying is it's the milk
0: it's the milk that's what (laughs) (laughs) does the body good right (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah. That bovine
0: growth hormone is good for you. Yeah. So.
1: That's real good for your midsection. <laughs> but um <laughs> the thought though of like a six or seven year old girl playing with this to me, she looks in her twenties at least. Right. And their bodies haven't even started to develop yet. No. And they've got like this Barbie doll. Yes. And that just is, like you said, it's sexual yes. without being overtly sexual. Because it's like, well, we have her in a sweatsuit. What do you mean? <laughs> this isn't sexual, but it's like. Once the parents the go, body. it's like,
0: yeah, tearing off the clothes <laughs> and look at it, what is going on. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. And the makeup and right. hair, and right. obviously little girls are going to be like, that's what I want to look like. I want right. to be Cinderella Barbie or right. you know a princess or right yeah it definitely with the commercials on top of that yeah oh look those little girls have barbie dolls and i i don't have a barbie doll i want a barbie right. doll
0: right you know everybody has a box full of them like, oh this barbie doll, you know and they got all these
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: and it you know and the kids like yap 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 at their parents and that's I think that, I don't know if Barbie was one of the first ones, but they, that's on purpose. That is engineered and that, you know, all you parents out there, turn off the TV and you won't get that, you know, it's really, it's, it's infuriating, I'm sure for like, I mean, it's bad enough the way he is. Like, I've got a like, he's a three-year-old now, and he's just like, rah, you know? And, like, if he just <laughs> wanted something that's on the television, that's made in Japan, like, I have no control over that, you know? And it makes right. me have to go to work. I have ugh, I have to go mm-hmm. be a slave to go buy more Barbie. For- <laughs> 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 but it's, you, know, but you are know. a slave to your kid. Like, you do what he wants. And they yeah. tell try- kid what he wants so anyway
1: well yeah exactly and i was just gonna ask you if they were made at like sweatshops because i'm sure they were yeah
0: Yeah. so (laughs)
1: there there you go right
0: there 50s japan manufacturing i don't know what kind of laws they had i don't know for sure but i'm guessing
1: they weren't great
0: (laughs) right right there you can look up the 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 companies but you know I work in machines that were built in the fifties. Like, and it's, you know, it's whatever. I mean, they need a job. I'm sure. Uh, It, I mean, it is, it's kind of like, it's, it's weird. It's kind of a good thing because it gives jobs and all this, but then the main corporate leaders, stockholders, you know, they are, then that makes them in control of it all. So it's basically like, if we could have, you know, whatever, if we could have agorist trade, voluntarist trade amongst people that like care, like that'd Mm. be be the best. We don't have to worry about all the machinations, but so they, I mean, basically they, okay. So they want to have children want to desire to be a sexual object instead of be a mother. And this is at like 59 to just the beginning of the 60s. And then by the time 67 comes around, it's summer of love. And you're supposed to give yourself to everybody. With free love. Woo. You know? And um, they were they Off were re- the rejecting. Right. Right. <laughs> and yeah. And that was like, a, that was. Barbie was really like a feminist. They they were on the leading edge of the feminist movement, right? And some women might think, "Oh, that's great," but if you look in the feminist movement, that's evil shit too. They want to Sean, kill. People.
1: Are you okay? What year you're saying this came out? I'm 59. I'm just putting pieces together in my head. So fifty nine. Yeah. And then it was like Barbie had a boom during what the counterculture movement.
0: Well, yeah, she was popular all throughout. Like she was popular, like the first year um, because of the Mickey Mouse Club. And then it just kept going and they just kept and making so more stuff. so this is
1: also the birth control year. Yes. Yeah, okay. I was going to talk about okay, that. I okay. was going to
0: talk about that. Yes, totally.
1: Okay, Sean. Yes, so then we're, we're love, on the same page. Okay. Yep.
0: <laughs> so it's training the kids. I'm not going to have a baby i'm gonna have i'm gonna be a barbie you know not baby barbie same the this the -hmm. words sound similar even baby barbie like you know it's uh it's creating a new path for the for the women of society like no more being mom hell with that go to malibu get a corvette (laughs) <laughs> you know, get a bimbo husband. It's like, mm-hmm. duh. you know, just have money and spend it. That's what that's what's fun. And that's what's great. And, you know, be a, 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 an empty headed doll, <laughs> you know, and materialistic that's
1: materialistic, like, realistic
0: material uh, material, mm-hmm. you know, and that whole like the thing of like what Madonna was saying. And then like Madonna is the next level of they had the Barbie and then they had the Madonna who was a total whore. And she was in her like, uh you know, wedding dress, like feigning mm-hmm. masturbation in front of people, like into the microphone. And like, that's like what, you know, you can, you can take the marriage Barbie, the, the marriage dress and you put her on the floor and you can pick up her dress. Like, you know, and it's, it's it's really weird. It, I mean, it goes kind of deep. And if you think about, like, plus you got the, the pedophilia thing of, like, having it be a sexual trigger. Who knows what what that has led to, you know? And then you got the whole Playboy thing and Kinsey and kids are sexual since birth and, you know, Alfred Kinsey and that whole thing. And it's like it it is destroying <laughs> destroying the kids heads and uh what's natural is to be a mother that's how you make more people in this world and now uh elon musk is right we're having an implosion of population it's we're not populating we're not repopulating because everybody's too busy being barbie and getting divorced and cutting off their parts because they think mm-hmm. they might be a different gender or some shit. Because they're drinking all of this endocrine disruptors, and you know they got fluoride in their like you were saying, and like Matt Landman it was talking about the fluoride in the shower. And I'm like <laughs> trying to turn down the shower so it doesn't steam. I'm like, oh damn it, they they get they mm-hmm. killing us from everywhere. They're killing us from all angles, and their main their main target is the mind of children because that is what's that's what's most vulnerable that is what the future is and they're working on a causal plane they want to cause the future to happen they don't want to react to what's already happening so uh they're acting with uh an evil will and we are just like oh, reacting to it you know we don't think you know there's women out there that wear a t-shirt that says that they're proud they had abortions you know Mm -hmm. it's it's really sick and um the the satanification of society has run very deep and if you look at um Anton LaVey wrote um satanic it wasn't the satanic bible but it was one of those books he talked about oh the satanic witch he talked about how a woman can use her sex to manipulate and control others and like it was a rule for him three inch heels (laughs) it's like it's like a i'm
1: so glad you brought that up because (laughs) i want to surprise you with something okay i know okay so Obviously, by the time this episode comes out, I will have released Occult Laurel Canyon Part 2. Oh, sweet. And in that, I bring up Tuesday Weld.
0: Oh, Tuesday thanks Weld. Thanks
1: to you. Yes. Good. Thanks That's to crazy. you. Yeah. Awesome. And he talked about Anton LaVey mentioned her in the dedication of his satanic bible right. how her looks and her witchery and all this stuff about the right. feminine mystique and right. sex magic and it's yes. so interesting that you brought that up because right. her name just is barbie to too you again
0: right and that there was a movie there i'm sorry you're right it, no it yeah show yeah you again there's a movie called lord love a duck it's from the 60s and um it had uh it had Tuesday Weld, who by the way, if the listeners don't know, she's a high priestess of the darker cult. And she's bloodline. Um her cousin, I guess, is William Weld, the former governor of Massachusetts. I think her family came from like Mayflower type. I think it's one of those oldest families. And uh mm-hmm. And the people that came over with the Mayflower were satanic. You know, if you look into that. But so anyway, um, so she's a high priestess of the Illuminati, I guess, if you would, you know, in quotes. Whatever uh,
1: word you insert yeah, blank, you know. <laughs> right.
0: And she was put in the movies to be the image for people. And they set her up and she basically... Quit doing movies just to do her dark cult high priestess. That's what duty. I found as
1: well. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Yeah. So she was, but Anton LaVey was setting her up on this pedestal. Look at this perfect example. And um, and Lord Love he called duck.
1: her the living approximation of. <laughs> go ahead. Sorry. She's pretty perfect. It's just, I mean, as yeah. far
0: as like, wow, you know, she's like genetically like wow well she looks like a barbie she does and her name in this movie lord love a duck is barbara ann and that's what the the beach boys song uh it's about this movie and there is like they were setting this movie up in the i think it was like 65 or 66 or something maybe it was 66 and uh it was one of those cool movies they're they're to kind of making fun of the surf movie and they were like look at this surf movie and they had this and this woman who just wants to be famous movie star and just you know be loved by everyone and adored uh that was her only dream and then this like demon ghost guy shows up and starts giving her all she wants and he says he's a duck like he says he's some sort of bird and it's like uh you know it's it's a satanic movie if you think about it you know um and in the end you know everybody it's not a very it's morally corrupt it's moral you know so that's the 60s were pushing that satanic idea
1: absolutely absolutely yes yeah
0: so like they even said with rosemary's baby that sixty six is year one, and the satanic the Church of Satan was uh created in nineteen sixty six and rosemary's baby although it was released in sixty seven they they said the story happened in sixty six you know and um so they they're focusing on this sixty six being the uh the year that the satanic world is opened. It's the beginning of their new calendar. And uh we you can see as further as we get from 66, it's gotten more and more satanic. Our our culture is so far depraved. Um and the nature of Satanism is to uh it, it hates reality and creation. So it takes it and it mirrors it the opposite. That's their finest working. Their fine their most highest occult working is to take nature and invert it to its opposite. So that's in a way it's like a killing of nature and God and creation. Um so they worship like involution and the decay of order. So they're they're using the like the um the sex, drugs and rock and roll is the salve, which will dissolve our society. And the, the ideas of a Christian normative, uh, heterosexual, normal procreation, families, grandparents, churches, these type of things, like, uh, this is, that's the enemy to a satanist mind and they work together in these covens to destroy nature and so they want to destroy the creation of more people so that's what bill gates does when he says like oh we got to kill the people with vaccines and healthcare, and you know we got to get it down to zero like when he's up on stage and like what margaret sanger's doing and like Killing the weed races, um, they they hate creation, and they hate themselves ultimately, and they hate God, and they want to destroy it all. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so they use psychology, psychological manipulations, like the dark occult is. Like occult is to not know something. When something is occult, it, it's hidden. You can't you don't know it. And when someone else knows that occult thing, they can use your ignorance of it as a tool to manipulate you. That's that's like what all dark occultism is, really. Manipulating people with like because people don't know themselves. Or the world around them, all of that is occulted. So the people that do know these things that keep us captive um, use psychological manipulations to to hurt us and keep us like cattle. And Ernest Dichter was one of their big one of their big guys that really set the stage for that whole consumerism age. And he took, um, he and a few other people, uh, Bud Westmore, who was like from the Westmore family. They're like, they did makeup for generations in Hollywood. So they're all about creating. So they, okay. So there's Bud Westmore and then Charlotte Bettenbach Johnson did the clothes uh and along with Ruth and Ruth and Elliot Handler and uh Harold Matson, uh together with uh, I think there was another guy engineer damn I forget there was an engineer as well that they took from uh was a it wasn't Boeing I think it they they took it they used an aerospace engineer that they knew they were friends of this guy <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and he was in charge of like making the materials and working with the um the factories and organizing it all i forget exactly what his name was i'm sorry i forgot I,
1: no that's so I okay but i mean it's it's like everything else they um they have people working behind the scenes who are involved in other projects is basically what i would compare it to
0: and the military and um, and consumerism and like all of that is all one big soup of control Mm -hmm. you know they used to have religion they you know now they have now they have the state now the state is winding winding down now they. So they got to have some other type of mind control to capture people. Um, You know, money works good until it doesn't, you know, and people recognize, Oh, this is just paper, (laughs) you know? And then like riots in the street and like, they got to find a new thing to keep people controlled because otherwise they're not going to be able to have their rich mansions. They're going to be, their heads are going to be taken from their bodies, probably guillotines. (laughs) So like, um, this is like they are ensuring a more satanic future by selling your daughter Barbie. And that future will have promiscuous sex consumerism, like, you know, spending money on poisonous products. Like, you know, everything that they give women is like destructive and what they do, like, you know, in the birth process is like, It's it's trauma. They really they really traumatize women. (laughs) I think it's because they hate creation so much and that's what you are. I mean you you create life. Well,
1: we actually are like the gateways of life. So of course they would hate like hate us and want us to be like, you know, pumped full of chemicals or whatever. And actually I do want to make two points here and just get your opinion okay the first is going to be that to this day women are obsessed with appearances and i'm not talking about just wearing makeup and looking pretty they get their faces shot up with lip fillers botox everything they, I mean if someone came out tomorrow and was like formaldehyde makes your skin super supple then there would be a line of women at the clinic waiting to get shot up with fucking formaldehyde. So it's all about like preserving like a Barbie shiny plastic unrealistic you never age you never get fat you just you know are in a constant state of perfection
0: And you have multiple personalities and you are like a, uh, you know, a, a a doll, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like the Barbie is a dissociative, like slave doll, like Mm -hmm. a a sex doll, literally, you know, um, I think you were getting to a point though. I didn't mean to interrupt you.
1: No. Yeah, you're right. Um, And no, so what I was going to say is there was obviously every single girl who listens to my show will know. And Sean, you probably fucking know this movie, Mean Girls. And, you know, it's like there's a look and an attitude that goes along with Barbie because it used to be we could make our own personality for our Barbies. We could make give them a name, give them whatever. And then it was like after Mean Girls came out. Not only are they referred to as the plastics, but it was like, I want to look like Regina George. Regina George is like a Barbie. I want to be in the plastics. I want to have that attitude, the look, the popular girl who wears the little skirts. And like, it's always something along those lines of like being sexy before it's time to be sexy because. Oh, yeah. You know, in high school, like, let's take Mean Girls for an example. Rachel McAdams was like 27 in that movie playing a high school girl. And she, you know, obviously has a more older looking feeling about her. Like she's got boobs and she's got a chiseled jawline and all those things that you get as you become an older lady. Not lady, but like an older girl. Mature. Right. Mm hmm. So, and it just goes to show you, like, there's something about taking this look of, like, being almost 27 and making high school girls who are still developing in their looks and make them desire to look that way. Or even um, the movie Clueless would be another example. And I even am completely guilty of trying to look like Cher. To this day, <laughs> day, and buy like plaid miniskirts and like wow. all that stuff. You know what I mean? But before yeah, fun, these but... movies, <laughs> yeah, it was like maybe Barbie's a nice person, and then like these movies, like right. Mean Girls and Clueless, come out, and you're like, well, they're Barbie. Look at them; they look just like a Barbie, and they're assholes. Every one of them, they're bitches, and right. then you start to associate like maybe this Barbie look being a pretty girl being. A mean girl, being a fucking right. dickhead, and so there's also like this attitude that goes along with looking like that and being right. like that.
0: I I think you got something going there. I think you're right, and um, that also leads to them never finding a proper mate
1: because they're a prick,
0: right? And they're always yeah. gonna like they you know nobody that really cares about them is gonna hang around. Only the people that want their body. So that's, Mm -hmm. so then because they're, they have no character, they need to show their body to get any attention from anybody. And then that is their rate of how valuable they are to society around them. It's like how much is really sick. Um,
1: How short can I wear my skirt? Right. How, you know, how, how many fillers can I pump in my face before it starts disintegrating? Like (laughs) this is the thing. And if you get fillers, Like, I'm not judging you whatsoever. Like, that's your thing. I'm not a judging person. It's botulism.
0: It's botulism. It's not good for you. But go ahead.
1: Well, I'm sure it's not good for you. But (laughs) my thing is, like, if you can find somewhere in your soul where you recognize that you're beautiful without them. Right. And that someone will find you attractive mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally without all that. I mean, obviously some people are more attractive than others, that's fine. But you will find that person right. who doesn't care if you look like a brat stall. <laughs> they love your mind and they love right. and you your know heart. your your heart. Right. If you're a good, humble person and like just everybody wants to be around you it doesn't matter how right. long your lashes are or like <laughs> whatever you I know that.
0: yeah I, I get that and it's that's the that's the truth and that's what people need to recognize when they look in the mirror say do I look like the natural me that's what I want to look like is what's most natural for me and myself so it you know you don't need to change the color of anything you don't need to wear weird clothes like the beauty comes from inside you know you don't wear mm. it you know you don't wear your beauty but barbie tells you that like she doesn't have
1: Ooh, you
0: know what i mean that's like, a
1: good point so your beauty is on the outside yeah that's yeah. it does teach you that
0: yeah and she's she's totally empty she's a doll with nothing in her head like You know, and you just play with her for a little while and you forget about her.
1: (laughs) You know know what? That brings up another point about all these like sites you can get on where like these girls will like video chat with you and they're, they're dolls, right? They're like living dolls and they, they call themselves bimbo dolls and they, they literally get dudes who are obsessed with like that doll look. And they'll like message them and like want videos from them oh, and I'm telling you it's like a kink right. is so what think, it is is a sexual kink.
0: So those men are never going to make children.
1: No, fuck no.
0: So that is they it's obviously they're this is shrinking the population. You know, they're they're changing the way that men's minds think with all of the pornography and the way that the fashion industry and the you know the whatever Beyonce's doing or Miley Cyrus you know that whole zeitgeist of Satanism has got this glamour that's like got people under a spell so um You know, that what is really beautiful is your natural genetics and what makes you an individual and, you know, and they know that, but they want to destroy that,
1: you know? And I, and I hate to be a hypocrite because obviously (laughs) I love makeup and I love hair and I love, and I did hair for a long time. So sweet it's not to say that those things don't have their place
0: it does and
1: you know like wearing your lipstick and your whatever you want to do but there is a point where you look cartoonish and that's where you're like changing like you're you're not enhancing like your natural beauty like oh i wear a little bit of makeup like put some mascara whatever you do right your eyebrows but it's like don't you don't have to look like a drag queen to go out on a Tuesday night for drinks. You know what no. I mean? You can just wear some minimalistic makeup and still look your most beautiful self. Right. The, and yeah, I'm not real saying
0: real never guys never wear will,
1: makeup, but yeah.
0: Real guys are gonna look for the ones that don't don't wear makeup. You know, like that's the one that they're gonna wanna talk to at the party, you know. So It's tough to find those guys, but you got to go to good
1: parties. (laughs) Well, yeah. And so, yeah, I just, you know, a lot of people obviously know what I look like and I obviously do my makeup and my hair and stuff. So I don't want to be like a hypocrite in this situation, but there is taking it to like the extreme where you're wearing wigs and like you look like a cartoon. Right like a Barbie or right. whatever, you've got your lips injected, everything. Right. Sometimes I see these girls when I go out and I'm just looking at them and I'm like, girl, what do you do for a living? Cause fucking lip injections are so expensive and it just looks, she just looks expensive. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, yeah. lips and all. That's this actually stuff. part
0: of it. That's part of it. Look how much money I can spend on my body and my looks. And that is in itself a display to others. I mean, like, so, like, I don't talked about it briefly in the other episode, but I mean, people that in the old days in Victorian America, they would, if you were a kid was circumcised, that's because they had money. Because, like, their parents cared enough for them to chop off their foreskin because... You know, Mm -hmm. and it's it it takes money to do that. So then, when they are in the act with a sexual partner, the partner knows. Oh, they got money, right? Because they, you know, because they're looking at the body part. No, I'm serious. That was a thing. It was like, so that's why it's still perpetuated more in the Northeast than it is in the Southwest and stuff because of the way the types of people and families that live. You know, in those areas. Um, But anyway, uh, so it's like a body part displaying to others how much money you have. And the same thing with boobs, you know, now they got butt, fake butt, they got fake. Let me just
1: interrupt you for a second right there.
0: (laughs) Sure, whatever. Because
1: I want your, I just want to pick your brain a little bit on that since you brought it up. What the fuck is going on with. You're not pretty unless you have a big fucking huge dump truck ass, huh. or like, you know, yeah. humongous tits, or like Isn't whatever. Weird? Like what What happened to like just a normal like girl next door with like some nice natural boobs and like maybe she doesn't have a huge fucking ass, but she's got nice legs or like right. whatever happened to that being beautiful? You have to have a gigantic ass.
0: Well, like what is I'll, that? Well. My quick answer is pharmaceutical industries and doctor like the the medical industry. They want more money. So they're pushing that. They got you know, what's her name there? She's famous for
1: Kim Kardashian's ass.
0: There you go. That's the one I was trying to think of. She's only famous for doing a sex video. You know, mm-hmm. she did a that's why she's famous. Now everybody thinks she's the greatest. Really? Like, and she's got this big butt and it's like on purpose. They're pushing her out there. I mean, her family got OJ off, you know, like they, they
1: absolutely did.
0: They're working for the evil ones, you know, like. Um, and
1: she wore Marilyn Monroe's dress.
0: Yeah, right.
1: Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? It's like, right. she's the it's new all one. Marilyn.
0: She's trying, but eh. yeah, Marilyn had a little more class, I think, but, but they're both like, probably the, you know, she's probably just as much victimized as Marilyn was when she was a kid, you know, Um, Mm -hmm. in order to create this monster, that is Kim Kardashian. um, It takes a lot of psychological damage to create these psychopaths that are put in front of us, you know, and if you know about SRA and you, you understand about like, Um, the programming involved in making these slaves Um, you'll see it everywhere (laughs) you know like Slim Shady there's a million of them and like you know Barbie there's like a million like Beyonce is like she's Sasha Fierce on stage like she's roaring Mm -hmm. like a lion like she's what Mm -hmm. you know what is going on like the other you know they so they all got these uh, altars altars exactly exactly And like that is Barbie is an example of that. And SRA programming uses Barbies. Uses Barbies to make the altars. So if you read SRA uh, victims will tell you that they had a Barbie collection and they had a display of the Barbies. And like in Bryce Taylor's book, she talks about how daddy would come in late at night and he would open up the case and he would like say a rhyme to her and he would take one off the wall and be like, you know, now you're Claire, you know, and like give her the doll and like oh. abuse, abuse her like to that doll's name. And then like that doll is the altar. She's like, you know, as it's happening, She's like focusing on this doll and then it, the doll goes back in the case and then her mind, it goes back to, so like, it's a way of calling up altars. So oh my like, God. so like, that's why they got many different Barbies. Right. So the, not only are they putting it amongst the, just, that's another whole big piece. Like not only are they giving it to us as a toy, they're also seating it amongst everybody so that they have easy, like, so that they can use it in their programming and they can use it as a trigger for their people. Um, the programmers that are, you know, programming the generations of SRA babies that are, you know, going to grow up to be the the leaders of industry, the, the, the Mm -hmm. the leaders of, of, of us, you know, like Hillary Clinton didn't turn into that by accident, you know? Um, it took like a lot of evil to make that happen, and you gotta have compassion. It's it's really tough. I mean, I you know she's evil and I hate her, but and what she's done that actually I don't have compassion. She's never mind, bad example. Sorry guys, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, you know what it, it takes. It takes a lot. Of, so they make in order to make these uh, victims that are seated amongst the society for their for the plans of the cult the cult uses these people that have these triggers you know and you know when bryce taylor grew up she had those barbies were internal so she could she didn't need the doll anymore you know it was like and then mm-hmm. someone would say that name and some instructions, and then that name would pop up inside her, you know, and each one has a different, so like they could specify, like the trainers could use this one for this altar that we're trying to create and this one for this, you know? So like, and along those lines, they took the Ken doll and I think it was Hasbro or something that they were like the other company <laughs> you know there's mattel in there.
1: right mm-hmm. so
0: like hasbro uh took a ken doll and like shaved down his hair to make it look like a crew cut and made fatigues for him and they're like there you go gi joe right so now they got a super soldier multiple personality disorder guy like mm-hmm. th- that's another program of mk Ultra, you know like um they got the beta sex kitten and then you got the the, the delta super soldier you know yeah so like that whole you know thing what it like,
1: reminds me of sean it reminds yeah. me of fucking voodoo dolls yes. is what these are they're fucking voodoo dolls right
0: right and, and like, we're
1: buying our kids voodoo dolls for christmas so like oh right. look at this voodoo doll look at
0: this <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yep, this can be you in the future. It's like your own self putting needles in it, like I'm killing. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Even they took
1: it one step further. You get to choose your own adventure. Oh, look, here's your voodoo doll. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: right. The world is your oyster. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And like, and Helena's like, oh, I'm gonna be the the Cinderella or the the Nutcracker doll. The Nutcracker, yeah. The ballerina, you know. Mm -hmm. And like, it's the kid chooses its path. Like, oh. You know, I'm a fan of Malibu Barbie, and Malibu Barbie's got a tan line, and Malibu Barbie smiles like she's fun. Mm-hmm. Like it's, you know, and Midge is pregnant. Like <laughs> Midge is the there older. There was sister. a
1: pregnant one. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, there yeah. was
1: a the pregnant one. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Midge like the older sister because Barbie's supposed to be teenager, so like she's not only a sex pot, she's also a teenage girl who's a model right? Who's modeling for us what we're supposed to be, you know, Mm -hmm. like it's a model for our psychology. Like it goes deep. The the the
1: scenarios though, and this is just because I'm giving you a feminine perspective, but like the scenarios that I used to play out with my Barbies, like looking back on it, Mm -hmm. it was like, if I had a friend over and we were playing Barbies, like I'd always make her be the one that stayed home with the kids so I could go out partying with my oh. Barbie. And Come then I'd on, have Barbie. The...
0: Let's go party. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'd be suck. like, no, you have to stay home and you have to do this and that. You have to wow. watch the kids. You have to do homework so I can go out and I'm going to play with this Ken doll, right? And we're going to party. <laughs> oh, and, uh, and it was like these wow. little situations I would act out like I'm the one that's fine. You're the one mommy. that's a- right I, mm-hmm. like
0: i want to be the one that has fun you're got to be yeah. the one that has kids that's interesting mm-hmm. wow. and there
1: was also like mermaid barbie that her hair changed colors in the bathtub so you can only imagine how sick that could get like let me get you <laughs> naked and put you in the bathtub with mermaid barbie yeah. or like let me you know there's a right. lot of situations where it's um
0: it's triggering for the <laughs> adult too to have yes. the naked woman along with this naked child, you know? And it's like the sexy thing floating and long hair and this child there naked. Uh, you know, so it, mm-hmm. it creates those associations and um, you know, I don't know, like bad people would do bad things from there, you know. Oh, uh,
1: definitely. If you and there read- was even um like a queen of Egypt Barbie. It was Cleopatra, actually, and I wanted it so bad, so bad, and I still, to this day, I can remember it in perfect detail. She had on, she was brown, and she had like the Egyptian makeup,
0: Yeah. and
1: she had long braided hair. Every single piece of her hair was braided. And she had on like this crown with like the snake coming out of the third eye wow. and the long robes. And like, I was like, oh, I want that queen of Egypt Barbie so bad. And so <laughs> I finally got it for like a birthday or whatever it was like my prize possession. I almost <laughs> didn't never play with it cause I didn't want anything to happen to it. And like, if a girl came home from school and she was like, Ooh, let me, I'd be like, bitch, you can play with those shitty ones over there, but don't touch my queen of Egypt Barbie. Wow. And- <laughs> you know but it's like <laughs> that's so much suggestive stuff in that with like of course we know a lot about Egypt and right. of course the snake coming out of the third eye those little right. head garments they would wear and everything and it does always going back to like what you said like the Satanism and all of right. that you know it's so suggestive
0: right. that's right and Cleopatra was she commanded armies with her beauty you know
1: <laughs> yes. so there like, you go i
0: mean like sh- she was just so beautiful that like you know started wars and shit. Mm-hmm. so like that is another thing like i want to be the perfect princess of you know perfection um
1: kind of yeah. like um <laughs> kind of like helen of troy that bitch (laughs) you know what i'm saying like (laughs) people just destroying and killing each other over a woman right but it does again go back to like they want to destroy that in women because they know how powerful women can be right not just with the looks but like everything we're like this vessel of power and we bring life into the world like we're the gateways to like right Every human being on this planet passed through a woman's womb. So of course they would try to take that away from us by saying, don't have kids look like a slut, be a bimbo, don't care about, you know? So I completely agree with you. There's definitely an agenda when it comes to (laughs) that kind of stuff.
0: Well, that's right. See, I'm glad. And uh, I'm glad you recognized and you could see, and um, she was, she was a creation, you know, she took, teams of people to make it happen and it's not like a just a whoops you know just happened to be a three dimensional paper doll you know it is it is on purpose and the inception it was a sex doll of you know and it still mm-hmm. is no matter how fancy they dress it up they might they remove the nipples and don't have private parts or whatever doesn't matter it's still a sexy girl that is, you know, and you know, and like, uh, like um, Tuesday Weld, you know, like the perfect beauty and like the most platinum blonde and like the, mo- you know, it's
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you know the fairy tale stuff. Like once they get married, then that's it. They don't have a f- future anymore. It's just like the maiden part. And then, like, the marriage happens, and then, like, all right, end of story. And right, because they don't want to show people how great it is to have kids and be married and all that, they just want, like, the whole drama of the before stuff. And then you get the women that grow up as, like, you know, the uh bridezilla, whatever type phenomenon, mm-hmm. where like, just this day is so perfect, and uh, and like, right. You know, because like they're trained to same thing and with the, the diamonds like,
1: obsession with being perfect and yeah but yeah. um you know and i don't want to you know cut you short or anything please talk i it's actually i i actually have to go to a birthday party but i do want to oh, okay. say thank you you're welcome <laughs> so much for coming on and like yeah. of course every time you come on i learn something new
0: <laughs> wonderful and
1: I'll never. That's great. Recommend Barbies to anyone. <laughs> never again. <laughs> right.
0: I just want to say that the listeners need to look up Ernest Dichter. He's the father of motivational research. He created the focus group, and he created Barbie too. So you need to look that name up. If we're not, if we don't have time, I just want to say that to people so go ahead
1: oh no yeah and I'll actually I think I'll put the name or something so they can just copy paste mm. google it in the show sure. notes or something but I did want to say I uh I watched Brazil oh and great. then I, I actually <laughs> um recommended to someone to watch and they were like oh my god I can't I like watch 10 it's minutes tough. of it and I just, it's <laughs> yeah. tough some people
0: that can't Yeah, yeah 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 no yeah did you like but, it
1: yeah
0: i mean it's for what it is yeah it's tough yeah it's tough it's very i mean it's from the 80s you know it's got that 80s thing but it's it's anyway go ahead
1: so i like it are you sticking with brazil for your favorite scary movie of all time or do you want to change it up
0: on me man well yeah i don't think not many movies like make me go (gasps) you know (laughs) Like I'm not really scared by movies. Um I guess the most the best one that I've seen recently I'll say that is Midsummer. That one is
1: yeah very very
0: well done and that dude yeah. is, Ari Aster is a great director and he's I look mm-hmm. forward to his future productions. Yeah, um,
1: no that was a really good one. That yeah. was a really good one.
0: And it's like it it could be real cuz it's a psychological yeah. thing. You don't have to it's not like ghosts or like you got to believe this thing. Cults do exist and crazy people are out there. Yeah. And you might find them in the, in the jungles of Norway or you know Sweden, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know.
1: Abs fucking lootly. Yeah. yeah, no yeah. that one is a crazy one. Yeah. And before we go, Sure. Tell everyone where they can hear your podcast.
0: Oh, yeah. I have a podcast, Wake the Dead. You can find it uh, at Odyssey, BitChute, Rumble, uh, Google, Spotify, Apple, you know, all that stuff. And um, I post all my stuff, all my links at uh, at one dot com. And you'll find me in the creator section. Look for my name. And it's there amongst many other creators that you should check them out too. Awesome people. And, uh, I make t-shirts. I have anarchist designs and, uh, fine art photography. I've got this one here. It's, uh, I like that one. Yeah. That's great. So I have many, um, many, uh, awesome designs that you can make some good conversations with people. Start, you know, giving them information. Once, once somebody asks you the question, then they're listening. If you're like telling them stuff, they're not going to hear you. So the t-shirt makes the question happen. And then you can tell them the information. It's really, it's effective in the world. So I like that. And you can find that at storefrontier.com slash wake the dead. And those are my designs there. And thank you very much for having me on. I appreciate you.
1: Oh, it's always a blast. Thank you so much, Sean. To all my listeners, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you on the next one. Barbie, you're beautiful. You make me feel. My Barbie doll is really real. Barbie's small and so petite. Her clothes and figure look so neat. Her dancing outfit rings the bell. At parties she will cast
0: a spell. First and hats and gloves and And all the gadgets, gals the Barbie dressed for swim and fun is only $3 Her lovely fashions range from $1 to $5 Look for Barbie wherever dolls are sold
1: Someday I'm gonna be exactly like you Barbie, beautiful Barbie I'll make believe that I am you
0: tell it's I could be a pretty i could be a pretty Barbie Shut up and let me be pretty, you
1: bitch! I, could be a pretty Barbie doll.